This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 201 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, as we normally do, we have four trends that we observed and we'll talk about. We also have a recommended reading that it goes along with each of the trends that we talk about. So Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, we have four trends that are based on uh, everything that we flipped into our Flipboard magazine. Uh, we uh, came up with, uh, we, well, there were probably about 50 stories that we flipped in the past two weeks. And using a coding system, this is what, what rose to the top. Number one, security and citizenship. Anybody listening to our podcast for more than one or two episodes recognizes security and citizenship is one of our top trends pretty much all the time. The law, In terms of security, in terms of actual sort of hardware security, the log four shell vulnerability, which is a streaming services issue, was big news in the past two weeks. Seems to have been resolved. I'm, I kind of have trouble telling based on what I'm reading, but it, but certainly it's been recognized as a potential problem. There was also an emergency patch for Windows 10 and Windows 11 that was released the last two weeks. Another uh, thing that came up, it's, this is both security and citizenship, recognizing what is referred to as the groping problem in the metaverse. This is actually an article that popped up in from MIT Technology Review, which is an excellent source. Um, and it describes the fact that as we are moving into these, I, this idea of a metaverse where people are having meetings in real time in virtual environments with using avatars of themselves, there is a potential for this to be for bad actors to use this in a bad way. And I was telling you, I was recounting to you my, my tale of, of early experiments with Second Life in which I was groped, for lack of a better word, where, where somebody decided that their avatar was going to be naked, was going to be much too close inside other people's personal space, including my own, and it was creepy as all get out. And the fact that I was conducting this research a decade ago and can still remember it tells you that it it's a problem that exists. And so people who are preparing these kind of environments for us to use more often do have to put in the safety protocols that make sure that people can get out of a bad situation fast. If ideally never get in the bad situation, but this is something that's popping up. Um, it, meta in general, which is, you know, Meta is the company that comprises Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp has been called out in the last two weeks. Well, not just the last two weeks, but the, the call out became much sharper to increase its research transparency. And that leads us to our recommended read. There were a couple of articles on this subject. The one we recommend reading is Senate bill would facilitate social platforms sharing data with outside researchers. This is the US Senate that we're talking about. The article is by B. Menegis for Engadget, and I apologize profusely for uh, my 
mispronunciation of anyone's names in there. I mispronunciation. Mr. <laughs> uh, but so you can tell yeah, the humor is not lost great... on us. <laughs> <laughs> right. The irony there. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, my apologies for, for names. Uh, uh, the, um, the bottom line of this article is the days of self-policing are over that the, the the big social media companies do have data that can be read and can be interpreted in some way that's meaningful that helps us understand how to create a safer and more secure environment we need outside people actually looking at that data uh, number two our second trend instructional design and teaching there were a number of articles about just instructional design and teaching generally, strategies and processes that work for any instructional situation or most instructional situations, and just are kind of focused more on the idea of designing really good instruction. One of these things, this is actually, it's kind of pushing it into this category a little bit, but it's important to recognize that there is a recognized struggle to make sense of educational credentials. In the instructional design community, we've been discussing badging and credentialing for quite a while. What's coming to the fore now, the last couple of articles that we've seen, is the need to uh, appropriately vet the educational credential in such a way that uh, other sources like um, potential employers understand the value of the credential and make a judgment for themselves as to what that value is. We also saw articles that were more specifically about combining face-to-face -face asynchronous and synchronous instruction, creating hybrid strategies, general strategies for more inclusive teaching, bringing everybody to the table, uh, and engagement strategies. This was kind of the big winner of the past couple of weeks, Tim. We saw a lot of articles in a lot of different places about encouraging and increasing student engagement, thus, our recommended read is The Future of Learning Lies in Engagement by Andy Hargreaves for ASCD. It's a not a long article, but it's a good article that just gives sort of the basics on how to approach engagement as a, a factor in one's instructional design. Number three, as we predicted, <laughs> well, of course, can it, maybe it's a self-fulfilling prophecy? I mean, we, and we're kinda, the ones flipping. And let's be it. honest, it wasn't a hard one to predict. It's not a difficult one. 2021 reviews and 2022 predictions. We saw a lot of roundups. The number 10 pops up constantly. That's right. We saw a top 10, this, pretty much everything. This episode is brought to you by the number 10. This episode is brought <laughs> to you by the number 10. Educause's top 10 IT issues for 2022 the top 10 higher education stories of 2021, 10 takeaways from the fall of 2021 semester, that's for higher education, and a review of teaching profession, of the teaching profession in general in 2021. It's the only article that didn't have a 10 in it, but it's a very good article um, about uh, where we stand with the teaching profession right now. Recommended read, the 10 most significant education studies of 2021 by Yuki Tirada, Stephen Merrill, and Sarah Gonzer for Edutopia. It's a, it's a good collection of the, uh, I think it's a well-curated collection of the 10 stories, uh, studies of, of the past year. Number four, trending, online teaching and learning. We didn't see as many articles in this area, but it still was one of the more, it was one of the most discussed topics, generally. 
We saw an article about students sharing the pros and cons of online learning. We saw online degrees under scrutiny in China. The Chinese government is having some trouble deciding. It kind of goes back to that whole idea about educational credentials. There is some trouble determining what degrees might count and what might not count for um, uh, various situations. We also saw an article about strategies to reduce education costs with online learning. Our recommended read in this area, though, has more to do with the design of online instruction, and that is authentic and effective, rescuing video from its role as the villain of online learning by Aaron Crisp for Educause. And Tim, I joked with you earlier <laughs> that it was news to me that right. video was a villain, but yeah. but Crisp does a very good job of right. explaining what she means by this. And I, I, I think we agree with her that mm -hmm. it, just putting up an hour long lecture, rambling lecture of a video of yourself is not really the best instruction. No. It, it might not be the best instruction. Again, everything is contextual, but maybe this article is a good read in terms of coming up with some better strategies for making better video, better use of video overall. And now that I'm starting to ramble, it's time to say <laughs> that's our four trends uh -huh. and our four recommended readings. What a great segue. Thank you. So now we uh, turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. And as we normally do, we talk about this before we go on air. And there's, there's a there's a few you probably could guess, but there's a few different ones, kind of different twists. I mean, citizenship and security, right? So citizenship and security. It's an ongoing one. It's an ongoing one. And this business of how to handle the metaverse right. is becoming a, uh, an issue with this. Um, so, yes, security is ongoing. Citizenship is an important aspect as we're changing the venue. Right. And speaking, of, about changing and speaking of metaverse, that is something we believe we'll see a lot more of, right? Yes, absolutely. We're going to see a lot more about the metaverse in general. Somehow, uh, the, the nice folks at Facebook have managed to capture meta as the term. <laughs> right. right. But metaverse is a larger right. issue that we've brought up before. We have, yes. That, and, and the metaverse is kind of on its way. Like, or, or at least people think it's on its way. Yeah. Some of the experts in the field think that this is where we're going. So we will see more about augmented reality and virtual reality right. in uh, upcoming weeks. We'll also see, uh, well, you know, it's, we're coming, it's, it's the end of the, the December. Schools tend to come back to campus in January. We expect to see a fair amount of return to campus stories, mm -hmm. especially with uh, COVID being a continuing issue, mm -hmm. uh, the Omicron variant creating other kind of challenges. And so we, we, we expect to see articles about the return to campus safety and the return to campus remote learning, right. remote learning strategies, yes. uh, those kind of things, everything that is sort of somehow connected to the whole pandemic situation, which really has not gone away. Just we've learned to live with it better, mm -hmm. I think, at this point. Um, and of course, we'll see more about hardware and software right. as, as we come into the new year. I think that's what we can expect to see in the crystal ball. Though, Thanks, Abby. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 201 of our podcast. We'd like to thank you for following our Flipboard 
magazine and for those who subscribe to our podcast. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings that we discussed in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. We want to wish everyone a happy and healthy 2022, and we'll be back on air for episode 202 on January 14th, 2022. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.